following program contains language and subject matter that you may consider unsuitable for children. Parental discretion is advised. Greetings, Earthling. Uh, His Highness the Jackal. The Jackal. I'm going to pass the reins to Mr. Jackal, the new king of Virginia. I think Jackal's a Latino. I'm not sure, but he'll give it to you again. The Jackal. And welcome everybody to Inside the Jackal's Head. We're here live on PSN-Radio.com, PSN Radio. And yes, it's during the Corona week. And I'm not talking about the uh, Mexican beer, even though uh, some folks have uh, nicknamed this the Mexican virus. We're still all on the quarantine. Hopefully everybody's taking care of themselves and healthy. And I know for myself, I am in lockdown. It feels like I'm in prison. But I am just hanging in here, and uh, it's a lovely March 29th, 2020. I'd like to say it's a lot lovelier than what it is, but it is what it is. And uh, joining me on Inside the Jackal's Head this week is my, uh, of course, sidekick, the one, the only, Detox. Brandon, what's up, buddy? How you doing over there up north? Jackal, what's going on, man? All on lockdown in Orlando tonight, too. Everything's good. Everything's quiet. People need to stay at home. They know what to do. And uh, it's funny because I was watching footage of uh, Walt Disney. And, you know, I've never seen Disney World uh, in Orlando empty. It was like a ghost town. dude. And you know, like everything there is built like, you know, old school, kind of like magical. Uh, you, you know, it's like a fairy tale come to life type of place where you go and, you know, you enjoy the, the old visual structure compared to the new stuff. You enjoy the rides, the people, the excitement. None of that. It was like watching a ghost town. It was like watching a scene out of like Zombieland or like The Walking Dead or something. It was very bizarre. Is it like that over there, like everywhere right now? Because right here, it's like, you can go anywhere, and it's, you, can, you can just shoot movies in the streets. There's nobody on the road. Uh, I lost you there, buddy. I lost you for a second. Um, yeah, you, you had some kind of internet issue, because I was recording in front of mine, so it's, uh, I, I don't know, the internet's in and out. It's done that a couple times on your end. Yeah, we, uh, uh, regarding how Orlando is right now, like you say, there's a, uh, they they try to paint it like it's some fairy tale image. People that aren't from Orlando, you guys don't know this. This city's got rough and poor, and it's like any other place. But the whole city, regardless, right now is a ghost town, and I'm loving it. We got like I got like 15 minute commutes from here to downtown, 20 minute commutes going home in the evening. I mean, it, it's kind of a mixed blessing. I'm I'm kind of loving it, but it is it's a concern. I mean, people are losing their jobs, they're losing money. Um, I, I stay right in front of the Orlando airport, and I'm used to- Now, I mean, you stay by the airport, but as far as losing their jobs, I mean, everybody's at a standstill. So, uh, you know, we're going to get the relief package, uh, and I'm pretty sure those folks are going to be taken care of. Uh, you know, there's nobody really working outside of, like, some major, you know, places for food and, and retail and stuff like that. Uh, but even the airlines are grounded. So, I mean, how many people are... are uh, affected in your area? I'll probably say thousands and thousands of people are probably affected right now. Um, I got friends in all industries, the hotel industry, the obviously the theme park industries. I got people that do serving for a living. Um, they've been out of work for weeks. Uh, some people don't know how they're going to you know, pay their mortgage this month. It's um, <clears throat> all, all of our um, Florida mortgage well, that's all closed. 
They have, they have nothing to worry about. They, they're pushing the mortgage payments uh, indefinitely until this thing is over, so they don't have to worry about paying mortgage uh, or anything like that for a while. Uh, and with the uh, stimulus package rolling out now this upcoming month, they're going to get a paycheck. So I wouldn't worry too much if I was them. Yeah, yeah. And and you probably know the story, you know, all of our restaurants, most of our restaurants have been closed down. Uh, but at the same time, we got, um, you know, the place is still open. They're still doing either curbside. Uh, some have converted to delivery, mm-hmm. um, carry out only. A lot of our fast food places are still open, but um, some of our local spots, all that stuff, a lot of those have been closed down indefinitely. Bars are closed. Um, I don't know if it's still the same down in your area, but they closed down all the bars. Yeah. And the places that are open, you cannot serve after 4 p.m., which I don't know where yeah. they got that from. Well, they don't want people getting like pissed drunk and, and roaming the, the streets at uh, seven, eight, thirty, and I'm saying, "What virus? I'm virus free, baby. Uh, corona can't take me. I'm too strong. Give me another beer." You don't want that during these uh, harsh times. Uh, in fact, it's uh, you know I'm not a drinker, as you know. I haven't had a, an alcoholic beverage in about sixteen years, so I don't mind uh, the bars being open and closed. Doesn't matter to me. Uh, but I've had a couple of my alcoholic buddies, and they're like, "Well, it, we, we don't really go to bars anymore. We, we buy our beer and just take it home." Like bars are, are kind of becoming like a thing of the past, almost. I mean, down, down here. You only go to a bar if you want to pick up a cheap, you know, chick these days. Like a cheap date, you want to go see if there's any girls just hanging out at the bar. I mean, other than that, if you're going to go, like, socially drinking, you go to places down like the Ale House and stuff like that. You know, it's not like a regular bar. It's like a bar and grill. You know, that's like the, the more socially acceptable. It's not like back in the 80s where everybody used to go, like, to just, uh, like, a bar. They're like, bartender, give me your strongest stuff. I don't know, do they have those in Orlando where it's just a bar bar, like nothing else, bar and chips? We we got a few places like that, and I, I prefer bars like that. I don't need all the extra, just give me my double tall whiskey and I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny, every time I, I see a bar like that, I'm reminded of uh, like Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2 for some reason. I don't know why. I got the bar like in uh, Terminator 2, you know, where... Yeah, yeah, give me your clothes. My what? Uh, your clothes, please. Give me your clothes. I think if we didn't have, like, that damn accent, it could be understood better. It would be a lot peaceful of a movie. True. What do you think? Like, uh, get to the chopper. What? Get to the chopper. Get, get to the chopper now. Get that, get that now. No wonder he's pissed and he's a Terminator. He's like, no wonder he understands again. Yes. You'd figure somebody would uh, start picking up the language there, Arnold, but no. Uh, I used to, it's funny because I used to do like a really good Arnold impression before my thyroid kicked in. And now it sounds like uh, Arnold on crack. Huh. Which, considering uh, his, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it, his mistress that he had 20 years ago. I think he was on crack. What do you think? Maybe? Uh, maybe not crack. Maybe something like heroin. He has something like that, I think. 
Yeah. But in his defense, the the uh, the child that he had with the uh, mistress turned out to look just like that dude. Have you seen his son? The one who looks just like him? Yeah, he's kind of a little grown up. He looks just like this longer hair. <laughs> yeah. He did a Terminator 2 uh, redo where uh, he played the part of the Terminator, and it was like something quick, just the uh, actual scene. Remember in Terminator uh, 2 where he takes the clothes off the dude, and he's like, your, your uh, jacket or whatever, give me your clothes. And, uh, you, you know, he puts on the uh, biker outfit and gets on the bike. Like, he redid that sequence, um, you know, with the same dialogue, same look as his father and everything. And dude was flipping identical. Like, you, you could hardly tell the difference. From the mannerisms to, like, the expression. Like, you could tell, like, slight difference because he's a little bit smaller than, you know, Arnold was at that time. So you can kind of tell there's a little bit of a build difference in like the way he's built but uh very slight like if you give him another year or two like to work out he'll be right there because the dude's gotten big and i think his name is like what john um Bayerna or something but john Bayerna. yeah yeah it's not schwarzenegger it's Bayerna. i think i think he has his mother's uh maiden name because they wanted to keep him a secret <laughs> they want to keep baby arnold a secret for how long? About 30, man. About 30, man. 15 years. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like, you, you can't keep Arnold's uh, love child a secret. Come on, let's get real. That's not happening. Uh, by the way, guys, we're going to be joined a little bit later on by V. That's right. It's just one letter, the letter V. And uh, we're going to have him on here in about uh, 10 minutes or so. He's going to join us, and we're going to talk about... Chemtrails and a bunch of other uh, stuff that's going on besides coronavirus, which of course is taking over the planet, as we uh, mentioned earlier. Um, you know, the the president gave uh, several weeks to try to see if we can uh, calm the spread of this thing down with uh, the quarantines and all that stuff. I'm not sure that's going to stop it, but hopefully it does slow the uh, the virus down now. Uh, the whole chemtrail phenomenon is something that's been going on for a long time. Now, I have my theories. I'm sure others uh, who are listening are going to have their theories. V's going to give us his input. He says he's nailed it, and he showed me a video earlier today, which I was taking a look at uh, before the show, actually, and uh, it was very interesting. He, he connected a lot of dots uh, in there, which uh, were very, very intriguing indeed, so... When he gets on the the show with us, we're going to find out more or less uh, the connections he's made to chemtrails and why it's important to pay attention to what's going up in the skies, not just to what's going on in the atmosphere with uh, this fire circling around, but the actual skies itself and what they might be pumping out there. Uh, it doesn't look pretty. You know, one of the theories is uh, this uh, chemtrail phenomenon has to do with global warming and warming the planet up. But what for? What's the reason? Why would they be doing that? Why Why not just let natural evolution take its course? Well, there might be several reasons for it, and uh, we're going to find out what those reasons are according to uh, V and uh, his uh, the research into the subject. I think it has to do with the ET extraterrestrials. What do you think, uh, Brandon? What's your theory? If you have any. On the chemtrail phenomenon. Uh, I, I, I've thought there's something behind it for years. I think that um, it's definitely a form of uh, possibly uh, 
control o- over the population as far as uh, introducing pesticides, cancers, uh, yep. anything that's designed to, uh, how do I word this, uh, subtly kill us. Um, <laughs> that's one way of putting it. <laughs> obviously, they want us to breathe it in. <laughs> Like, we don't have enough trying to kill us as is. <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, let's see, uh, we could die from heart disease, Parkinson's, uh, you know, car crash, airplane crash, uh, LAPD, uh, NYPD, coronavirus, Miami Police Department, Orlando Police Department. Now we gotta worry about chemtrails. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, in this time of year, we got, uh, Florida pollen back in action. I mean, that alone would kill us. Don't, you don't have to you know? this trouble of, Putting more icing on the cake, just just let that kill us. We'll be all right. You know what kills me, and I say that very ironically, by the way, uh, the fact that that uh, you know the H one N one and all these other past uh, Ill- Ill- viruses or illnesses or diseases or whatever, they killed thousands of people. I don't remember ever being in lockdown like this. Like this is uh, something new. Uh, you, the last time I remember being like this locked down for uh, a, an extended period of time was during Hurricane Andrew in 92. And that was just here in Florida, mostly South Florida where we got really shut down. Um, other parts of the country were like, yeah, those are a bunch of wimps down there. Look at that. Can't take a little storm. <laughs> and then they'll come to Florida and they'll be like, oh, damn. My bad. Uh, I, re- <laughs> I remember uh, Hurricane Andrew. That was a bad one. Uh, we, yeah. If, if I, I vaguely remember, we did, uh, I don't remember the word curfew, but they said we did have to be home or something by a certain time. Uh, we Even up here, we lost power from Hurricane Andrew for a couple of days. Yep. And um, I think the last time we had a lockdown was probably, uh, I want to say Hurricane Francis in 2004. They had us on a curfew. It wasn't as bad as this. It was like from... Midnight to six. Now, mm-hmm. different parts of the state right now got different curfews. Like here, we've had like a standing uh, eleven to five thirty for the last three weeks. Um, but I talked to a friend of mine who stays in Tampa, Clearwater, and she said it's like from nine to six uh, right now. So it, this is kind of the worst I've seen in probably the last couple of decades. Yeah, yeah, it really is, and it's and it's the, the you know the fucked up part is there's there's like literally no physical war or hurricane or structural damage, like if you go outside everything looks the same. There's like, you know, there's just nobody on the road. It's very bizarre, very very strange. I mean, like like I said, I've never been able to just walk on the road and not have a single car like crossing for for. Hours, literally, and that's the way it is right now. Uh, you know, if you guys are uh, indoors, stay indoors. Uh, I, you know, I recommend you, you at least uh, give it another week. I know it's tough. Uh, it's been tough on, uh, on you know, everybody. But uh, safety first. You know, we've, we've lost a, a lot of people here in the U.S. already over this virus. But compared to other countries, we're doing okay. Compared to like Italy, you know, I was joking with my dad, and this, you know, not a great time to joke, but uh, I was telling him, you know, we're, we're part Italian, and uh, the way things are going in Italy, we wait about a year or two, uh, you know, once we get through this this coronavirus and secure and all that stuff, there's going to be a lot of real estate over little Italy that we can take advantage of because brand new land, there's not going to be anybody left. It's killing everybody. Like, everybody in Italy is affected right now. It's crazy. 
They've lost more people than anybody. China has more people by capita than Italy, and Italy has overtaken everybody in death. It's crazy. Like, the Italians must be, like, going, what the hell? Like, it has to do a lot of, with, like, the way the Italians are. I mean, you know, uh, you know, I'm part Italian, so they're partly my people. And I can understand how, you know, they, they operate. They, you know, they're very close, uh, family-oriented. Uh, they're very touchy-feely folks. You know, they, they like to hug. And, and, you know, they're very, you know, warm people. And that spreads the virus very quickly. Luckily for me, I'm a germaphobe. I don't like touching hands. I don't like you know you know shaking hands. I don't like you know I don't like people to be uh, to be honest. Most uh, for the most part, if I'm around a big group of people, like I tend to like go away because I just don't like being around a, a big group of uh, yeah, of people as it is. When I see people start sneezing and coughing, I'm like, ah, get out of here, outbreak monkey! Leave us alone! I see in the movie. I don't want to be Dustin Hoffman. And then I keep coughing, and that's when I start running. Now, I'm going to uh, open up uh, the Skype here, and I'm going to welcome in our guest. He goes by the name of V, and we're going to talk to him about the chemtrails, and I uh, hope everybody's uh, tuning in and paying attention. This is going to be very interesting. Now, I saw a video on chemtrails that he sent me today, and it definitely piqued my interest because, it's, as a lot of you know, uh, I'm into conspiracies and that's one of the uh, main things that I tackle here, uh, chemtrails, MKUltra, ufology, and we cover all these different topics. Uh, chemtrails, especially what we're going on with right now, Brandon, it's very interesting because, you know, people have been theorizing for a long time what exactly they're pumping into the atmosphere. Our guest is, you know, might have the answer. And uh, the dots connected in the video are, are definitely intriguing uh, to the point where a lot of it you really can't dispute. Uh, of course, you know, everything uh, without 100% concrete, uh, you know, catch you red-handed type of thing, it's, you know, always going to be up for debate. Uh, but this is uh, pretty close to uh, sticking to, uh, to what might be really happening here. So let's open the line up without any further uh, delay. Uh, v, are you there joining us? Are you with us? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? I hear you. Um, now, uh, are you uh, in a bunker somewhere? Are you hidden? Are you uh, locked down? How are you doing during the uh, the outbreak? <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much locked down here in the studio. So just, uh, you know, it's actually, this whole COVID thing is not hitting me like it's hitting other people. But, you know, we are, you know, we are different people you know what we do so uh i don't know how much to go into that uh <laughs> i know there's there's the videos of people you know robbing stores you know breaking down the windows and, and just totally rioting and looting but here um i have uh exclusive access to a warehouse because you know business owner um that helps <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not seeing what's going on in America because I'm here in Europe, and it's very everything's done very fashionable and very uh, civil. I don't know why yep. people in the U.S. are losing their minds. Well, over there, I mean, you, you guys have been hit uh, pretty hard in the in the European area and UK uh, especially, uh, and uh, you know, China, of course, has record numbers. Italy, we spoke about. I mean, why even bring Italy up? I mean, it's just horrible. 
horrible stuff that's going on down in Italy and Spain and, and whatnot. Uh, how many uh, death totals are, are in the UK at the moment or in, in your part of the woods? Well, I'm in actually Eastern Europe. I'm in Poland. Uh, actually, not that many. I think uh, 48 total uh, last wow. I heard. Oh, so, so it's, uh, it's not that bad over there. Yeah, it's, it's not really that big of a deal. I mean, it is, but it isn't. Right. It's just like anything else. You know, how many suicides do you have a year? How many uh, drunk driving steps do you have a year? You know, it's, the numbers aren't sufficient enough to be causing this uh, New World Order police state. Yeah. And destroying our economy. You know, it, it's, it's kind of like... It, Funny you mention that because I, you know, we, we're here on the news here in the U.S. Uh, they've been reporting that, oh my God, you know, the hospitals are being over flooded with people and, and, uh, you know, th- this is causing all kind of panic and mayhem. And I was watching videos on YouTube earlier of uh, people going to like hospitals in New York empty. Like literally, like the uh, parking lots are empty. There's, uh, there's no military rush. Uh, there was one guy who went to one main hospital where they were reporting that they were overflooded with people and doctors couldn't uh, keep up with the number of people coming in. And the guy was recording for about 20, 30 minutes, walked around where the lines were for the COVID-19. There was really no line. There was nobody there. So I'm, I'm thinking, like, how much of this stuff is actually true and how much is, like, uh, uh, hype more than anything else. So I'm starting to wonder that. Because, I mean, I feel fine, and if anybody's going to get, get affected, it's, you would figure it's a guy who has a preconceived, uh, or, you know, illness as it is. I, I suffer from lupus. I got a, you know, uh, surgery I had in December. I have autoimmune disease, which they say, uh, you know, auto, people with autoimmune disease, be careful. Uh, but yet, you know, I, I've, I've gone out. I've been to Walmart. I've gone to Taco Bell, which that's the danger in itself. I don't know if you uh, <laughs> I don't know if in Poland you guys got Taco Bell, but if you do, God bless no. you. No, even have, better. That's why you guys are not sick. That's why you're not feeling it. You don't have Taco Bell. That's the spread of the coronavirus. It's all Mexican. I definitely eat only Whole Foods. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's definitely for sure. Uh, having access to that is, uh, you know, moving to Europe it really changed my life. Uh, it's just. Yeah, no GMOs, no fluoridated water. I felt 100% healthier, even with my medical conditions, uh, being here. So that's definitely a, a change. Uh, but yes, yes, I think uh, people just need to live out life how they normally live out life. Uh, they would love to keep us in a fear state and crash the economy. And that's all about the mind control. And that's what I'm here to talk about. <laughs> well, let's get into that because, you know, uh, chemtrails uh, has a lot of theories. And one of the ones that I've always kicked around was that this is a, some kind of a mind control experiment, but not something that they're doing like right now, something they're setting up to do in the future, in the next uh, maybe 10 years, 15 years, where they can kind of like spread it enough they want to get into our system. They kind of like, like an on and off switch, where they can control us. Like they're almost like they're nanobots being sprayed on us. Uh, now, is that more or less what we're talking about, or you want to give insight to the listeners exactly like what it, you know the, 
what you researched and what you've uh, pinpointed to, because the video was very on point, and it, again, it connected a lot of dots, so I don't want to give too much away, I want you to say it, uh, but it connected a lot of my own dots from, like, research that I've uh, done into it uh, over the last decade. So give the audience a little bit of, of a brief rundown, what you think is the uh, chemtrail phenomenon and how that leads to the mind control uh, that might be happening now. Uh, we had Stephen Jacobs, uh, on this show, Stephen Jacobson on the show a, a long while back, and his whole thing was mind control, MK Ultra. And, uh, I think this might be connected to that. What do you think? Well, I'm not sure who that guy is, but everything was con- connected to the mind control, MK Ultra. Yep. Everything. When I say everything, I mean everything. Even, uh, you know, what we're going through right now, you have trauma-based mind control. It's all about trauma. You have relief, trauma, relief, trauma. Mm-hmm. You know, you have famine, you have disease, you got war, uh, economic crash. And, you know, they'll cycle these things to keep mankind in a fear state. Right. Uh, it's, it's the mind control. Uh, it is it, a part of everything that we do. Like even uh, down to the lowest family courts who sick CPS on children. Mm-hmm. You know, they, 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 they'll take the children and give the children to abusers or traffic them to uh, pedophiles, pedophile rings, and make sure that the mothers and fathers never see their children. Uh, this is done because the children need to see that the government is the number one authority, not their parents, and where they are sent to, to the abusive whoever abused them and beats that into their minds. This effectively destroys children. It's been destroying children for for a very long time. So it's about the MK Ultra, the the trauma Mm -hmm. the government can instill within its population. It's all about trauma. So, on to the technical stuff here. Well, I, I should start off by saying that I am a targeted individual, at least I was, not so much anymore, because I've gotten so outspoken, and I've learned all these covert agencies' secrets. Um, I was a targeted individual. I was supposed to be an MK Ultra killer, uh, mass shooter, mass killer, just like Myron May. Okay. Just like, just like Aaron Alexis. Okay. 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 I was supposed to be one of these people. I broke the programming. I broke the psychological operation uh, because they were using uh, synthetic telepathy, remote neuromonitoring, uh, audio harassment, mm-hmm. neural harassment. For the layman, that's voices in your head technology. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So being harassed with this. For not very long, I figured out everything that was going on within about two months because I had to step outside of what it is that changed about my life. You know, at, at this particular time in my life, I was nobody. You know, I played video games, uh, you know, just uh, trying to go to college, you know, just uh, just uh, nobody, just your regular average show. 
Uh, even though well, you're like in your uh, early 20s around there uh, when this started, or were it, was it teenage uh, years when you first started having the experience? Or? <laughs> no, no, I was uh, 28. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, started things, well, I had started, uh, I graduated school early. I graduated uh, high school two years early, okay. and I got on with life, and I've always been ahead advanced in anything that I've done. I live life. I went from jobs to jobs, experienced things, and, you know, <laughs> including the military. I was in the Army. Uh, and I experienced life, and I, I was happy to do so. Then I got into this really horrid relationship and found myself in a part of the U.S. where I had no friends, no family, and, you know, relationship just destroyed. And so... I just sort of wanted to try to pick up pieces of my life and, and see what the hell's going on. How do I improve my life? So I started going to college, and I started, you know, really researching what's going on in my world. Mm-hmm. You know, I started listening to a lot of Alex Jones, a lot of Vinny Eastwood. I started listening to some things. Right. You know, Max, Max Egan, you know, these sort of people like that. Conspiracy radio, let's just call it for what it is, conspiracy theory radio. And, uh, and you know, nowadays, conspiracy uh, is more factual because the more, you know, we we age, the more we see that uh, there's not, not a whole lot of conspiracy to these theories. Uh, some of this is conspiracy fact. And, well, that's yeah. why I don't call myself conspiracy theorist. I call myself a conspiracy yeah. expert. Yeah, there you go. So... <laughs> Self-proclaimed, but uh, I, I, the proof is in the pudding in all my work, and I would love for people to go over my work and definitely critique me, please. Uh, but I've been researching for years, uh, so please critique me. Mm-hmm. But anyways, at this point in my life, I you know researching, and uh, I actually <laughs> researched hard enough to find out oh, who's the Illuminati as I call them, Illumitards these days, and uh, found an article where it says... I like oh, your language, by the way, because that's what I call a lot of folks that, uh, that are into, you know, I use the tard part. <laughs> Besides libtards, you know, we have uh, a lot of other tards in the world. Illumitards, I like that one. <laughs> I'm trying to get that uh, established, because it's <laughs> not a thing that they are. They... They claim to be intelligence agencies, but they're really some of the dumbest people you will ever yes. find on this earth. Yep. They, just ha- they happen to have enough power and money to hire some scientists to make them some toys, and yep. then they'll kill those scientists, and, and <laughs> you know, and then all what you got left, some monkeys with some toys. And so the, they're, they're really- they, they call it being suicided. They don't call it killing, they, they suicide them. Yes, <laughs> suicide. Yes, absolutely. Clinton. <laughs> yes, you just got Clintonized. <laughs> like our our good friend uh, Mr. Epstein in, in jail, uh, who got uh, suicided by Clintonized. <laughs> like forget euthanasia, you got Clintonized. Now that's like that's what happens. <laughs> yes, I've done shows on that. Oh my gosh! Oh. <laughs> I was thinking with just one one theory. I've tackled everything with the reptile hardcore, and I will continue to do so. But uh, okay, so let me continue on here. I'm gonna try to make it short yep. as possible. I don't like talking about myself, but just to give people a picture, 
Uh, so I read an article about the NSA listening to all of our conversations, even on Skype. No, again, yep. Simon, just uh, you're, you're a regular nerd and um, just video game with a friend. Mm-hmm. And he starts talking about some stuff happening. And it's like, oh, you know, I, I, I jumped. Maybe we should talk about this. The NSA is listening to us right now. <laughs> and after that uh, gaming session was done, I hear the, the loudest, like, uh, you, you know, sound or... you know, mic check, mic check. Yeah. I hear that sound, that reverb, like speaker reverb thing, off of my head. And then there goes the AI talking to me. Okay. <laughs> yes. Now, so, was it, and, and here's a question because, and, and I know the folks are, are going to ask themselves this, uh, or ask, uh, you know, you this and decide to call in. Uh, but was there like random patterns you were hearing or was there like a direct, like, uh, you heard like a command or, you know, like uh, sessions over or something like, you know, diabolical like that or just like random noise and a word or two that just kind of made no sense? Well, okay. That's the most excellent question. And <laughs> the, my interviews are so good because I have such uh, great interviewers and that is probably the best question early off in the story I've ever been asked. Um, oh, wow. There okay, you go. Well, Pat myself on the shoulder there for that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me say, I started researching, and I've been a student of psychology my entire life. It's one of my okay. favorite, my most favorite subjects. I've been reading psychology books ever since I could read. Uh, and being the bad little boy that I was growing up, I spent a lot of time grounded. So I read books, read books. I read my entire psych- encyclopedia shelf. Uh, so now, for for those listening, Encyclopedia was a book that used to exist. I know we have the internet now, but <laughs> it was like Google be, with pages. You had everything in there, but exactly. they didn't spy on you. That's the only difference. They didn't spy on you. They didn't keep tabs on you. It was just, hey, here's a book. There's a bunch of stuff on it. Go learn. Continue. Exactly. <laughs> I was yeah. not allowed to watch TV. I was not allowed to. Be on the internet, not allowed to be on a computer. I had an encyclopedia set for my entertainment. And yes, read every, every page, every book. So, this is, uh, uh, I started jumping back into researching psychology again and looking up schizophrenia because I'm thinking, oh, well, I'm freaking nuts. I finally cracked. Maybe this last, last, uh, relationship did me in. Maybe, uh, Maybe I'm just crazy now. And so I'm, I'm researching and none of the keynote features of schizophrenia matched with me. For one, I was too old. Um, the symptoms did not match and it's just, it, it just didn't fit. When I say the symptoms didn't match, well, someone has schizophrenia, you hear random things. It's Correct, yep. Sounds. It doesn't necessarily have to be voices. It could just be sounds. And it's very incoherent. And it, it, it gives you a feeling of just chaos around you. No, what I experienced was the synthesis put together. Like you're speaking okay. to another person. And it 
thought for thought, it relays with you. So not only were these just voices, but these were commanding voices. Mm, Telling me to okay. do lots of things. Most of which were um, very violent and very against my nature. Uh, I, I'm not going to say I'm not a violent person. I'm a warrior. I'm a fighter. But as far as taking someone's life and taking groups of people's lives, uh, especially people I didn't know, that was not going to be happening. You know, that's not my nature. It's not a part of my, my makeup at all, in any way, shape, or form. So, I started to uh, research again some more, and then I found the subject of targeted individuals on the Internet. And it's like, oh, okay, this is a temple hat thing. Oh, okay, they, they want me to play the game. Okay, well... Let's do it. Let's see if I can figure you guys out. I'm going to give you guys 10 years before I take you down. And I've... <laughs> By the way, guys, this is year five or six. Okay. And I'm ahead, I'm ahead of schedule. So you're, you're still <laughs> within the 10-year the, the plan. In other words, you're still on that 10-year mission halfway through. Okay. 2000... Guys, look for the year 2024. I'm going to have something spectacular for you. Oh, Okay. Which ironically is the next election, so it'll mean a whole lot more by then. Oh yes, yes, yes. This this still this is still building, it's still going. But one day I sat outside and I thought to myself, how do these people have access to me? How is it that they can do this? What is different about my world that is not natural, that is not like anything 50 years ago when they didn't have this technology. Now I'm looking around, and then it hit me like a point of intoxication as I'm looking up at the sky. I'm living in California at the time. Okay. Uh, the sky is just crisscross pattern of mm-hmm. chemtrails. If you could even see the sky with all the smog and everything else that's covering up California. Well, no, I, I live in Northern California, Oroville. Ah, okay, yeah, then you, you're okay. You're not still in Cali, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the back alley uh, of middle of nowhere, Northern yeah, California. Yeah. And the sky is still crisscrossed with chemtrails. And so, and it just, and they, they started crying, you know, oh, no, don't think that, don't think that. It's not the chemtrails, it's not the chemtrails. You know, I'm hearing them lamenting. After they spent a couple months of trying to get me to think that they were God, they were uh, aliens, that they were angels, and it's like I don't, I don't believe in any of this stuff. What what are you? And so the when I asked that question, what are you? The the AI shut off. Okay, I hear okay. another wink, and like sound like like something moving. Like a microphone moving. Okay. It says, I hear in a, in a real person's voice, hey, this is the NSA. Uh, we want you to kill yourself. Will you do it? No? Okay. And the sound, just same thing. Wing. And microphone moving. And here comes the AI again. Relentless. And I've had the AI ever since. 
What would they like uh, address themselves like that? What would they announce? This is the NSA. What would they just be like? Kill yourself now! And just like a phony accent that they throw you off. Like that's bizarre to me, though. That's what would they announce it? Like you know, I, I normally don't like walk into room and room in and be like, uh, "Angel the Jackal is here," and I'm walking in now. Like you know, that's kind of like weird to do it like that. But with that said. If anybody has ever seen like the uh, the documentary Mirage Men, uh, you know this is not far fetched. I don't know if you're familiar with that with that documentary Mirage Men uh, about Paul Benowitz and what happened to him in the '80s with uh, MK Ultra mind control and how they got into his mind also, and uh, that was very similar tactic where they were telling you know like things like that, and he actually believed that he was being communicated. Uh, not only by aliens, by government officials, like, they drove them crazy. That is the point. That is yeah. the absolute point. That's why they have an AI do it mm-hmm. uh, today. Uh, it's a BCI, Brain Computer Interface, AI. Uh, and that is how they do it. Yes, for these people who hear the voice of God and tell them that uh, they must do something, you know, that's that's the government. That's the NSA. And CIA handles high-profile people. Now, don't get me wrong. This this is still the same conspiracy, but it's the NSA that's taking on the general population. And when you hear a person who's, you know, especially people wonder, why are these mothers drowning their children in their bathtubs? Oh, they heard the voice of God. Now, you and I know, for, for anyone who has true faith in their deity, their deity is not going to tell them to kill their, their progeny. But for these people who are being told to kill their children, to, to go shoot up a school, mm-hmm. to go uh, you know, snipe people, okay, these are targeted individuals. These are what's called on-shelf shooters. NSA, NSA on shelf shooters. So this is what a lot of people are going through right now. More people than you would know, and you know, big pharma gets to be there in their their expensive suits and and <laughs> uh, sell us their crap. Yeah, <laughs> to to drug anybody who will speak up about it. There's so many targeted individuals in the same asylums, uh, the, the nut wards, that you would not believe. Oh, yeah. no, uh, but Actually, I would, because I knew somebody who was uh, in and out of one uh, for years, uh, and he's now in prison for molesting a child, so go figure. Uh, there's somebody I knew 20-something years ago, and uh, he witnessed his brother's uh, suicide, flipped out, and uh, a few years later, he got married, had a kid, and something happened where he decided one day, I'm going to molest my own child, and he did it. I mean, now he's in prison for it. Uh, you know, obviously we don't talk to him anymore, but this is a guy who heard voices for a long time. So, you know, I always wondered how much of it was his own psychic before you know, his brother committed suicide. He was a very normal dude. Once that happened, he completely flipped, and he put him on medication, 
And to me, that's where a lot of this stuff is. It's not just the chemtrails. It's the medication that they're pumping into people, which is, uh, well, you, it's funny you bring big pharma into this, because if you look at all the cases like uh, the Parkland shooting, and, and by the way, I knew a teacher that worked at the Parkland High School, and uh, some of those kids that came out were paid actors. They weren't real students. Uh, that's from an inside source. Now, with that said, a lot of those kids were victims. Uh, the stone, the, the 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 one that with Alex Jones got in trouble. Stone, what was the name of that school? Douglas uh, Douglas Stone, I believe, something like that. Um, yeah, where I, he, I don't talk about, yeah. Yeah. Well, he got in trouble for saying that they were all paid actors. A lot of those were real victims. But there was a percentage of the parents that were paid actors, and I've seen them before. That's how I could confirm that, yeah, you know, Alex Jones, for whatever you want to say about the guy, there's sometimes a nugget of truth in every bunch of his, you know, BS, and there was uh, some nuggets of truth there. And it's funny how, like, when he mentioned that, immediately it went from, like, oh, he's just a conspiracy guy, to, like, we got to take him down, we got to ban all his channels, this is just, it's, it's, you know, this is guy's a menace because he was maybe hitting on something, uh, which it, it, it's very, very much a nugget of truth, which is going to lead people to the answer where big farmers involved. And when you see all of these school shooters, and I'm sure if he, you know, you'll, you've noticed this, look at the eyes of these shooters. Look, when they take the mug shots or if they, if they leave them alive, for example, uh, they don't commit suicide or kill themselves, or they find even older pictures or recent pictures. Normally, the eyes tell you a lot of, of a person, and none of these kids that are shooting up the scores, none of these people look very normal, very sane. Like their eyes are telling you, these are not you know healthy individuals. They're tortured souls. Yeah, completely. Or they're manipulated, and a lot of times. I would say about 99% of the time, even the, the older guy in Vegas who shot up Vegas, all these guys are on medication, heavy medication. That's the number one link. It's not guns. The left ones say, oh, take away the guns. That'll solve everything. No. Medication. The mental aspect of all this stuff is really where where this is uh, you know, coming from. Because anybody who wants to kill a bunch of people... Guns are just a, a tool. If you want to kill people, you can do it with your hands, you can do it with knives, you can do it with... Hell, go back to the old age, do it with a sword, get an old weapon, butcher knife, a machete. There's all kind of ways to get rid of somebody. Not trying to give anybody any uh, ideas or anything. But let's well, just say, guns is like, you know, it, it's... For some, is a, you know, it's a very quick death. And a lot of people would not even choose that. They would like to, you know, especially the crazier you are, I would think the more pleasure you take out of killing somebody. So just shooting somebody might not be something that you know, a normal crazy person would do. But if you have an agenda, like you want to get rid of the weapons from a country, and you're using MK Ultra, you would always attack the guns, and you'd always My make it with guns. You're 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 out of the money because. You know, yeah, you can kill anybody any way you want to. Uh, they're not banning, you know, uh, uh, the chemicals that you put underneath your sink. You can kill lots of people that way, okay? You oh, can yeah. You can kill yeah. the entire cafeteria of people that way. No, they're getting rid of guns because that's the only defense you have against the tyrannical government. Correct. So that's why you yep. want to get rid of guns. So, with that said, uh, yeah, uh, 
Big Pharma is definitely a part of this because you you well, that's really phase two because they get to experiment on people. Once they have targeted individuals so so pushed over the edge, they can claim it's mental illness, and now we get to put this person in a straitjacket. Anything he says is is you know not valid. You know you can be telling the truth. Anything he says is not valid, and we're gonna drug him up and keep him quiet. I have a friend here that I I had moved to uh, here in Poland because he got he got the whole business. Um, they they did everything to him. They did the 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 voice of skull, uh, which is actually synthetic telepathy. Uh, voice skull is older technology. Uh, they did the synthetic telepathy. They got his wife to basically try to kill herself. He saved her life by taking away the gun. Um, she was very heavily medicated by Big Pharma, and because he was willing to say that, he got targeted himself, like, even more. Uh, they snatched him up, put him on drugs, and put him away. I finally got him out of the country and brought him here, and he is only a half the person that I that I knew. He has been medically lobotomized and can hardly remember, you know, the things that he went through. So I'm trying wow. to rehabilitate him right now. Yeah, I mean, how uh, I'm, was he hearing voices? Also, I mean, how how did he handle uh, you know this beforehand, and how did it start with him? Like, what were the first uh, you know moments where he noticed something was going on? Well, he couldn't keep a job. He was being mobbed out of his jobs, uh, which is something that target individuals go through. See, what okay. the government, what they like to do when they target you, they like to take away all forms of resources that you have. Mm. Uh, that that include that that mainly you know surrounds a, a job or source of income. They will try to take your income from you, whatever it may be. Uh, they will then have you in a place or, or scare you out of your home, basically. And they tried this with me. That everything I'm telling you they tr- that, that they did to this man, they tried with me. Um, had him to where he was in his home and beaming the voices. And all target individuals at the beginning of this think it's their neighbors doing it. They're hearing the neighbors through the wall. And that's simply not the case. Uh, there, you can do the research. There are people in jail for thinking uh, uh, that their neighbors were spying them, talking to them through their walls, and, and end up killing them. Mm, but I wow. There's a couple cases of a person was found at, in their neighbor's homes after killing them, looking for a mind control box. And so the system is set up in a way to, of course, it's never the neighbor. I want all target individuals, and I can't snap a lot of target individuals out of the PSYOP. It's a very strong one. Uh, it's my neighbor, it's my neighbor, it's my neighbor. No, no, it's not your neighbor. Listen, you're not going to find a mind control box at your neighbor's place. This is covert technology. Mm-hmm. For every targeted individual out there that thinks it's their neighbor, 
for I, I'm going to guess there's about 10 million active target individuals. If there were 10 million target individuals receiving uh, remote neural monitoring, that means there's 10 million units of mind control devices, and right. it's just it that, that doesn't exist. It's, it's not it's not how it works. You got cell towers, you've got satellites, you've got drones. Mm. It's built in the infrastructure. You're not going to have access to this technology. You're not going to be able to do anything about it. It's everywhere. And that's how. Well, that's why they have weaponized uh, our infrastructure, and that's how they're continuing to get away with it. Now, V, you know, it's funny because growing up, I always heard about the, uh, and I'm in my 40s now, I always heard about, well, when the New World Order take over, they're going to chip you, they're going to put these microchips in you, and you're going to be able to resist whatever they want to command you with. Uh, they're going to know everything about you, your every movement. Uh, well, we kind of have that without having to be chipped. They're called cell phones. They know everything about us, where we're going, where we're at, what we're doing. If you GPS going to, you know, to the grocery store, going to your friend's house, going to your hookup's house to get some weed, whatever it is you're doing, they know where you are at, at every single time, at every single moment of, of your day. If they so choose to you know, pinpoint you as a targeted individual, it's very easy now. Not like it was, you know, 20, 30 years ago. And it gets much deeper than that. And this is where my documentaries come into play. Okay, mm-hmm. to, to, to make it short, and I really want people to watch my documentaries. Uh, it's targeted individual documentaries. Uh, and by the way, tell, tell the audience how to reach that. You know, we'll, we'll go over the links in, in a couple a couple of times, but uh, give it out now. We'll get it out later also. How do people reach the videos? I know they're on YouTube, but do you have a direct link that they can bookmark? Well, Facebook has shut down everyone's profiles uh, related or has control over uh, my documentaries on Facebook. Uh, even though, even through the censorship, even through the censorship, we got about uh, 15,000 views of my latest documentary. Uh, all my documentaries overall, probably around uh, 70,000, 80,000 views. But uh, all the profiles controlling my documentary pages uh, have been disabled by Facebook. Uh, wow. we, we have a we have a lawsuit that's starting up against Facebook on that because uh, we are so connected, interconnected with so many other things that that's just blatantly illegal. So um, even through their policies in which governments can't enforce. Right, but they they have made some corporate faux pas, and we we've, we've got them, and we're going to get them. Um, so uh, my my YouTube channel, the backup channel here, uh, Truthtainment TV Network. Just type that into YouTube, Truthtainment TV Network, and you'll find some of my work, but you will find all my documentaries. Just go to the playlist. And you will see the documentaries playlist. I have seven up right now. Uh, and I will go ahead and list off the, the documentaries. The first of which, the 5th of November, 
the movie exposing NWO remote neural monitoring. That's the first movie I did on this, and it sort of escaped people. So I decided to break things down and simplify them even further. I did uh, the next movie down. They're all starting with 5th November. So the, the subtitles to these, the first one is Know Your Enemy, Know Their Weapons, Know Their Victims, Know Their Killers, uh, Trans Matrix, and Transhuman Mind. R-N-M explained. Remote Neural Monitoring explained. Okay. Now, um, so that's YouTube. And are you going to stick with YouTube? Because, I mean, they're really cracking down on anything conspiracy. I mean, I, I know Bit, um, BitChute and there's a couple other uh, sources out there. Are you looking to, uh, you know, move over to a lot of these other areas? Or are you going to stick with YouTube for now? Because, I mean, look what's um, going on there. It's kind of a... It's a catch-22 if your videos are even going to like play for most people. Well, for one reason why I have Facebook by the short hairs is because I am with some people. I'll just say I'm playing the same sandbox with some people who are launching their own platforms. Okay. And I will be there uncensored. Gotcha. Uncensored. And I will be reaching... Anywhere from ten to a hundred million people uh, by the end of this year, so I'm not worried about it. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, that, that's that's good, uh, and it's kind of tough to get a you know get to you if you're in, in uh, Poland, uh, for example. It's uh, not easy for YouTube to uh, reach over and say, "Hey, uh, quiet down," or any uh, company. Uh, you know, especially if you're doing something that uh, it's you know, covered with a different network that is not owned by Google, as YouTube is. Uh, which, uh, it's funny how quickly YouTube and Google and all these companies have become, like, not only just big corporations, but a major part of, like, the economy, the government, uh, you know, they're, they're a big-time entity now, where, like, 20-some years ago, they were nobody. Nobody even knew who these people right. were. Which always leads to me to think that, uh, they didn't just randomly appear out of nowhere. I, I think Google has been kind of like something that's been worked on behind the scenes to get ready for mass uh, communication and mass population control uh, by putting all sources in one search engine uh, and getting people used to trusting that search engine, uh, which is why they incorporated, I think, like the rainbow color, you know, Google, to make sure that everybody, you know, is familiar with Google and uh, to, you know, make it friendly looking so you trust Google. Well, and so let me tie what you said before with that as well. So okay. the cell phones, okay, you... <laughs> They're not tracking you through cell phones. Yes, there are uh, corporate interests. There, there's corporate espionage being done. Facebook uh -huh. does listen to you through your computers, through your phones. Facebook does that. Whether you yeah. have the app or not. Uh, Facebook, uh, Google, any anybody major, Yahoo, they're all listening to you mm -hmm. through your devices. They all are absolutely without a doubt. But... For the covert aspect of this, the covert government's concern, when I say covert government, I am talking about the NSA, CIA, FBI, right. and it's not just them, it's MI6, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
there's a conglomerate, and the one that sits at the head is the NSA. So I just generalize everything underneath the NSA. NSA has uh, footholds in every NATO country, and uh, the Five Eyes is headed by the NSA. Uh, do you want to... <laughs> Let me put it this way. Type in Illuminati backwards in your search engine and see what comes up. Well, I've done this before. I um, can't remember what it was, but I know there there is uh, a page actually comes out there. I'm going to do it just for that because it's been a while since I've done this. Illuminati. But I know exactly what you're, uh, you're getting at here. Uh, spell it backwards. Put it in yeah, search yeah. engine backwards. Uh, what page comes okay. up? It'd be, uh, the I-T-A-I-M-U-L-L-I. That'd be Illuminati spelled backwards. So let's try that and uh, we'll see what comes up. National Security Agency, there you go, NSA. Okay. So we have that established. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can confirm that's exactly what it is, yes. Okay, so uh, this is people. You need to understand. This is uh, this is the Doctor Evil stuff that's going on. Okay, yep. this is where you have James Bond and you know these these villains. Reality is actually backwards. These mm-hmm. intelligence agencies are all bad guys, and the good guys are the smart guys like me with super genius plans trying to save humanity. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, you say that, but it's funny that that's that's really how this uh, stuff gets, uh, you know, exposed a lot of times uh, by people that, like, you know, they're, they're just smarter than the, some of us, and uh, they pick up on these things that we don't pick up on. In fact, I, I would even go as far as saying that uh, this started uh, a long time ago. We know that for a fact, but I would say it it really originated during the uh, the the outburst in the explosion of the rock and roll era when you have uh, young kids that will play the records backwards and they'll start getting like you know uh, voices and commands i think that's where a lot of this hidden messaging stuff started would you say that uh, oh, i i'm a, a huge fan of the Paul's Dead conspiracy and everything that comes from it. But that's another show. That's that's this whole other different thing. But I, I want to continue on with my point. And to say, yes, they don't need cell phones anymore. What they have is, and I'm going to nutshell this for you guys. You can watch my documentaries to, to have the science unfold for you. But uh, in a nutshell, they have been spraying nanoparticulates onto us that we breathe in that break the blood-brain barrier. That means what you're breathing in gets in the blood and it breaks the barrier of the brain that larger particles don't usually make into the brain, but these smaller particles can get into your brain. And so you have these particles, these nanoparticles. What are these nanoparticles? Aluminum, I'll, I'll, I'll say the main ones that are of major importance. You have the aluminum, you have the barium, the strontium, uh, and, and, and a few things like that. So they have what are called attenuating metals, okay? This is the aluminum. You have the barium, which is a salt, 
a, a biological, it's a, it's a sodium. It's a salt. Uh, so you have something like aluminum, which is attenuating, which means it can interact with signals. And okay, and I'm trying not to make this too technical. It's so technical. Uh, when you have materials like aluminum, you have an aluminum can, and you put electric current to it. Yeah, it's gonna do something with that current. You have nano aluminum. You do something to it. It's gonna have a different effect. Any, any material that you right. have on this planet, you put it into a nano form, has a different effect altogether. Right. Okay. Nano aluminum is highly superconducted, explosive even, is put into duck yep. powder. That's why these uh, fields in California are burning down. Uh, all the grass areas, California's burning down because of the nanoluminum. So, but you get that substance into your body, nanoluminum, it, it laces your neural network. Something so highly sensitive to to the synapses, the chemical electrical firing of your brain. Mm. Very sensitive. Very sensitive. Okay? And then you have the barium, for example, which will act as an electrolyte. An okay. electrolyte is mm-hmm. something that helps the firing of tissues to receive signals. Now... The brain has been turned. Now, that electrolyte, of course, is uh, something that we've know a lot about from uh, Gatorade and health drinks, where they they label it it helps your electrolytes, and that's a big thing. And so, and we're listening. They're probably like, "Wait a second! They put that in our juices and our drinks and our you know our sports drinks, electrolytes." Uh, We've heard that term before. Um, So, yeah, that's part of the brain makeup. A high sodium, a high sodium diet is is what they want for you. Now, Correct. okay, so yeah. so let me let me get back on track here. Okay, so your brain, and I'm gonna tie that in too because you're so smart. Good God, you're smart. Um, <laughs> you're not the first one to say that, but I, you're the first one that might actually mean it. <laughs> well, it's a, okay. So it, you have. When you combine those two elements together, you know, the strontium is, again, that's, uh, these things form, when they lace your neural networks, and that's what they're doing in your brain, they're lacing your neural networks, they form something called a transceiver. Yep. Your brain becomes the microchip that they've been wanting to plant into you mm-hmm. this entire time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Each and every one of us, including you, okay, including you, Angelo, they mm-hmm. have a phone number to your brain. They will oh, dial yeah. you. They'll dial you up and give you voices anytime they want to. Mm-hmm. That's I wouldn't the same thing it. for every human on this planet. Yeah. If they want to dial you up, they'll dial you up. They can read your thoughts. So, do something called a scalar, scalar energy. Not to get too technical, but it, it's all super technical. Again, you have t- 
two signals. Okay, you have signals that come down. When they converge, if you can get two signals to actually converge, interact with each other, they create a constructive or deconstructive field. Mm-hmm. Now, when and it's untraceable, that, that means you can converge, you can blanket signal all across, let's say, all across uh, Texas, for example. And you can have a signal that covers all of Oklahoma. And, and, but if you converge them at the borders, that's an entirely different signal. And only things on that border can be receiving or understanding the signal or the messages that's there. So to target someone with synthetic lefty, remote brain, I'm sorry, uh, uh, BCI connection, brain-computer interface, through a signal, it's, it's being done. That's how it's, that's how it's done. Um, you have something called particle resonance. And this is actually super quantum physics. This is based off of what they learned from trying to do teleportation. Okay. They haven't figured out how to teleport physical matter. Right. What they have found out is how to teleport information. Correct. Yeah, they actually recently they recently announced that they, they successfully uh, teleported. Uh, I don't know how far away it was, but they successfully teleported uh, information. Um, and recently, it was like. Announced like it was the first time they've ever done it. And I'm like, if they announced that it's the first time, that probably it's means not, it's like the thousands, hundreds, billionth time they've done it already. It's not the first time. Yes. Yeah. So when you have something called particle resonance, mm-hmm. and when you get particle resonance, you have, that means hitting, and this is spooky action at a distance. This is uh, Einstein. Yep. Okay, spooky action at a distance. You have one particle here and one particle over there. Right. They're the same element. The same uh, uh, elemental particle. When you hit both of those particles at the same time with the same exact frequency, these two particles become connected and interchangeable with information. And it happens faster than light. Faster than communication. You can do this. You can do the same uh, experiment. You, you, you can be on one side of the galaxy. One particle can be on one side of the galaxy, and it'll send the same information on the other side of the galaxy at the exact same moment. Yeah. It's yeah. Distance is not a, a factor in, in this at all. This is uh, something that goes way beyond that. Uh, and it, it, people always say, "Well, you can go faster than light." Well. You don't know that. Yes, you can. You, you can, yes, you yeah. Can. I mean, we, we don't know that so, for scalar, fact, so, yeah. Let me explain scalar energy. Scalar energy is basically, uh, the scientific community won't really name this because uh, they're, they're, the government won't let them. It's supposed to be a secret mm-hmm. form of energy. But you have scalar energy. Uh, when you send it off a signal like microwaves or whatever, you have a electrical and then you have a magnetic field. You know, what your your wires to go to your computer, to to your phone, your TV. As 
current goes through that wire, you generate an electrical and a magnetic field. These two are inseparable. At least it used to be. They figure out a way through deconstructive interferometry mm-hmm. to break away that magnetic signal away from the electrical. And the brain is a electrical, but also, more importantly, a magnetic organ. Mm. They can put voices in people's head covertly. That's how it works. They transfer energy, magnetically, information, in real time, somewhere else, from from the bunker, the kitty cone group, <laughs> the bunker from underneath mm-hmm. the NSA, who, about a hundred psychopaths, who control the AI system that is beaming and monitoring the brain activity of the entire world. Mm-hmm. People, this is not science fiction. This is what's happening. Here, here's a question for you, and, and I completely agree. This is definitely not science fiction. In fact, how many people, and, and this is a question I have directly for you, but also to the audience to ponder this in their head, because, you know, we, you know, experienced this before. You're driving down the street or you're walking in a mall, and you'll see somebody just, like, talking to themselves. And, you know, back in the 80s and 90s, we were like, oh, that guy's just crazy. Now, you know, a lot of people have the little Bluetooth thing in their ear, and you, you'd say, okay, well, he's talking to somebody. But still, every once in a while, you see somebody who's just randomly, like, talking to something, but there's something in their ear. And, you know, you still go to the mindset, oh, that guy's just a, a crazy person. Well, what if they're a test dummy and not a crazy person? You, I, I, I've got hand you credit, my man, and you just, you're, you're hitting all the walls. Here. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah, you, 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 oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be vulgar there for anybody who knows what that means. Um, <laughs> no, you're, 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 you got all the points. And so, but let me bring it back here and from something you said earlier. Oh, they want us to drink electrolytes, electrolytes. Remember? You know, the Clintons and, you know, everybody, all those pre- presidents and first ladies and... Oh, uh, who can drink, forget them, yeah. Drink eight <laughs> glasses of water a day. Drink eight glasses yeah. of water a day. <laughs> um, we all know about the fluoride. Yep. And just to bring it up a step higher, it's not just something that dumbs you down. It's something that calcifies your pineal gland. Yep. Okay. So, if you're... Okay, so, uh, God, I just wish I didn't have to be technical here. Uh, your pineal gland, if it's calcified, it turns into a crystallized state. Correct. Yep. If And for you and I, we are radio personalities. We know how radio works. Uh, our very, well, in the old school, the stations, the microphones, uh, the... the the, the receivers, all this is based on amplification circuitry through a tiny crystal. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to get too technical with that. I'll lose the audience. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you're probably I, I, I don't think that's going to happen. We have a, a smart audience, and I will give them credit because they have a lot of feedback that smart, I do get always has really intelligent, intelligent questions. So. Uh, we're a pretty uh, updated audience. So I, I think they, they, they know where you're going with this. So continue. Go, go, go ahead. Okay, so you you have the pineal gland that is calcified. You mm-hmm. have 
something that is crystallized. So, what do you know about piezoelectricity? Uh, I'm very, I'm pretty familiar with it. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, piezoelectricity is when you apply force to mm-hmm. something and you get an electrical output. Yep. This is done mostly through crystalline structures. Okay. And it works the other way around, too. You can apply uh, electrical force and, and get a physical force. It works both ways. Except for in this, this is how the subliminal stuff has been going on for years. and I mean years, decades, decades, decades. They introduced fluoride into our water supply. Subliminal signals. Okay, so your your pineal gland, which is responsible for your inner dialogue, your imagination, and and a, a, a large part of your personality. Okay, the pineal gland is your third eye because it sees a magnetic field that no other organ in your body sees. Now. There is the piezoelectric effect, but what's most important is the magnetic, magnetopiezoelectric uh, uh, well, piezo effect, magnetopiezoelectric. So you're moving information. You don't even have to move information through the electric anymore. You can move it through the magneto which crystals are highly... Uh, this is what quantum computing is based off of, ladies and gentlemen. Correct. They use diamonds. They use diamonds to... Uh, and, yeah, they'll send electrical signals. And uh, the thing is about it is they use imperfect diamonds. They synthesize diamonds. Uh, the, the more imperfect the diamond, the better, because it has cracks, little little impurities that have phosphorus and all these other elements that can trap uh, photons. Not even necessarily needing electrons anymore. They can trap photons. These photons carry signal information, magnetic information. So, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) you're all hooked up to the network, whether you like it or not. So long as these radio stations are broadcasting, so long as you got Wi-Fi, so long as you got anything that puts off a frequency, you are susceptible because the brain, the brain in itself, from your third, from from your reptilian brain to your cortex to your neocortex, all three brains do something when they feel a frequency. It harmonizes to it. That's why they've changed the harmony of the earth, heart, mm. et cetera, et cetera, yep. et cetera. Your brain entrains to the frequencies that are around it. Your appliances are set at 60 hertz for a reason. Discomfort, ag- agitation, despair. You are living in a sub-psychological hell. You're not aware of it. Yeah, no, I okay. agree. So, in, in fact, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop you real quick. And, and, and it was just hitting me this way. I kind of went quiet because I was like putting uh, together some of like the... Uh, the subliminal messaging and some of the visual symbology that we get in films. And, yes. you know, a lot, of, a lot of the stuff that, that we're talking about here, uh, I'm, I'm a diehard Star Wars fan. 
Let me uh, go there real quick. And uh, when you talk about crystals, I, I can tell in the voice. I think we're all Star Wars fans here. Uh, but when you talk about crystals, energy, force, um, moving, you know, things with uh, with a invisible force. And when you're talking about the, like, the nanotechnology aspect of it, I mean, I think either George Lucas was told about a lot of this stuff, or he's somehow in the loop. Because think about this. What did he introduce in the uh, prequels? Midichlorians, right? Yes. Little yes. microscopic organisms that connect us to the Force. What is the Force? It's a mysterious thing that controls everything. Like the Illuminati, right? The all-living right. Force. That controls all aspects of reality. How do they control lightsabers through the crystals? <laughs> right. So I mean, it, it, it's like Lucas either was told, or and I wouldn't be shocked if he was kind of told about a lot of these things, or maybe he was himself uh, communicated with somehow. Because I do believe that directors like Spielberg. Lucas and a lot of these guys came out with movies in the 70s and 80s were tapping into a reality um, that, you know, us common folks were just not aware of. And they were putting that in script form and, and developing that into their own world to kind of give us a, well, this is, you know, science fiction, it's fun, it's a story. But look at the underlying elements of how this is put together, and that is really what's going on here. And uh, if you notice, when he came out with the prequels, there's a lot of stuff in there. Yeah, it was silly, had Jar Jar and the kid, but there's a lot of like little things in there when you actually like look at them. They're pretty brilliant, like the connection of the midichlorians. Why did everybody complain about that? I thought that was actually a brilliant idea of how to connect you know, the living world with this mystical force, but when you hear, you know, what you're talking about, it it, it actually pinpoints to nanotechnology, midichlorians, little tiny little things that live in your body that you don't see, but they're there. And how did they get there? Well, this is how. You know, it doesn't happen very often, but I'm in awe. That you made that connection, that reference. Uh, applaud. I applaud you for that. <laughs> that's extremely profound. I, I, absolutely. And literally, that's just me hearing, you know, this conversation right now. That just hit me right now because, I, again, big Star Wars nerd. And I'm like, you know what? That Lucas must have been tapped into something. I mean, I, I don't doubt it. Well, the thing is I've actually seen a lot of the makings and Star Wars documentaries, and it, and it does say that Lucas uh, didn't really come up with an original story. He rehashed and reworked ancient stories uh, right. from most most of the cultures around the planet. And the thing about it is, when you think about it, okay, you have crystals and and, uh, and and this mystic nature wizardry and magic you know we, we we have had knowledge of this stuff whether subconscious or, or just through tales for a very long time and I do believe it's because of our contact with uh, some extraterrestrials at some point in our human uh, evolution as that has to be the case we've been replanted on this planet um at least six times as a species before we destroyed ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, 
this we, we have this this knowledge and I don't look down on religious people at all uh, and I'm not a uh, uh, what they call uh, a well no a person that uses science as religion uh, 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 you know I'm not one of those people either but it's just okay. well I'm agnostic myself I, I don't deal with religion I, I'm agnostic well, I, I, I'm open to everybody's interpretation of whatever the religious aspects or thoughts are uh, and I respect everybody's own religion, but I'm agnostic. I believe there's a higher being somewhere, you know, but I don't put a name or a label to it. I don't call well, it he I, or I, she. I call I myself, if, if, if I'm referring to myself, I call myself a, not an agnostic, but I'm a Gnostic. There you and go. It's something that uh, uh, people, you know, people look at magic and mm-hmm. magic. All the stuff was based on science. We, yep. as our minds, look at uh, science as magic. And so as we have evolved and come up with our own magic and realizing, oh, there's an order to the universe. Yep. And, and, and we put a na- new name to it and call science. Mm-hmm. So this is what it is. And, and just to fast forward to your point, because you making all the right points, um, the person that's talking to themselves, we've all seen the person pushing the cart down mm-hmm. the street talking yep. to themselves. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a targeted individual. That person has been put underneath PSYOP, the voice of the skull, the synthetic telepathy. He has lost his job for mobbing or talking about it. He has lost his friends and family for being shamed, talking about it, and is now homeless. That is the goal of the targeted program, this targeting program. They want to take everything from you and make you kill yourself. This is population control device. Flat, through and through. Where they're going to control you to, to do something to their ends, or they're going to control you to kill yourself, or they're going to control you to kill a bunch of other people. Those are the three main things they use it for. You know, I'm going to share a quick story with you, uh, and I'm going to make it very brief. Uh, Back in 2002, I was working at a a corporation which is no longer around, Blockbuster Video, no longer in business. (laughs) And uh, there was a a homeless lady who would come in a lot to buy sodas and, you know, know, snacks. She would never rent anything because she was homeless. She had no video to put, you know, many VCRs or DVD players. So she would just buy snacks and leave. And, you know, she would smell really bad because she was homeless. She was pushing the cart, very badly dressed, very dirty. But we'd always, you know, treat her kindly and would, you know, serve her. And nobody would mess with her. You know, she's a very nice old lady. And one day we asked our manager, who is uh, Jamaican and Asian, which is hilarious, looked like Jackie Chan, spoke like he was from the island of Jamaica. Funniest thing I've ever seen when I went uh, and, and interviewed. Uh, his name was Chris Chin, by the way. Christian, Christian, and I shout out to him. Great, great guy. But we asked him, uh, you know, if he's, you know, one of the first times where when I dealt with her, I asked him, does she come in often? And he's like, her story is incredible. Um, she's been coming in for for years. Cause he had been manager of the store for several years, and he told me her story. Her background was. She was a school teacher for 20 years, 20 something years, 
and her family died in a car accident. Her uh, husband and her two kids crashed, died in a car accident. Uh, two years later, she started hearing voices in her head, and the voices wouldn't stop. So she stopped teaching because she couldn't continue teaching. With uh, a quarter, or actually more like uh, probably close to a million dollars in the bank at this point because she had, you know, settlement money and all kinds of things. So she was well taken care of. And uh, she decided to retire from teaching because she thought she was going crazy. They took her to a mental hospital. They found really nothing wrong with her physically or mentally other than she kept hearing voices in her head. And when they released her shortly after with a huge bank account, she decided to become homeless. She sold her house, she sold her cars, and she started living in the street. Now, this is not a, a beggar who would beg people for money. She would come in with her own money and pay. She had credit cards. What homeless person has a credit card? But she had credit cards. She wouldn't, she didn't have money, she'd just pay with a credit card. Filthy, her hands were filthy from not showering. But this lady, and you, she would talk to herself as she would be walking in, and as uh, you would see her outside, just standing outside eating her snack or drinking her, her soda pop or whatever, and she'd be talking to herself constantly. And we would always wonder, is she just really crazy or is there something else going on? And, uh, you know, Chris, our manager at the time, uh, said, you know, that he respected her a great deal because he knew her from before she flipped out, and that's why she would always go to our store, uh, because she kind of knew who he was, and they were friendly with her, and they treated her nice. And she, this is like a daily thing, and she would go and just buy snacks. So we always expected her. And then one day she just stopped showing up, and she was never seen again. And, uh, we, you know, Chris was worried that maybe something happened to her or something like that. But this is a person that spent a good part of a decade on the streets, with a million dollars in the bank. How does that happen? Well, something that... There are two things that are related to this in the PSYOP that happens. Now, there are those who are told they are they're God or they are somehow special. Actually, there's three, three things to this. Let me get the most annoying one out of the way. There are those people who think they are mediums to aliens and ghosts and da 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 da. Right. Guess what? The, the you've been had. <laughs> yeah. You're, 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 you've been had. You're, 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 you've been made into a fraud. And what something these people want to do is perpetuate the supernatural, the belief in the supernatural, because that helps keep the technology covert. It helps mm-hmm. keep it secret. They will absolutely put something supernatural. Uh, and they've done lots of scooby-doo things to make people move out of their homes and and all sorts of stuff, alien, ghost, and, right. and scare people out of their homes and make them homeless. And, and, and this technology is profound. I, I, I'll get to them. They've hired some great scientists. They've found a way to do heart-like structures because of the plasma-sized atmosphere. They can fake UFOs. They can fake a plane crashing into a building. They can, they can fake whatever they want. Oh, we they saw Coachella. We saw Tupac come back to life a couple years ago at Coachella. Yeah. We, we've seen how, like, yeah, that's a technology from the 1800s. That's not even well, anything new. Well, <laughs> but they can, they can fake what they want. And, and uh, combined with the psychoactive effects of a signal, combined with the hard-like structures they, they, they can do, that 
they can pick up these heart-like structures on radar. That's how real they are to anyone who's viewing the incident. So, uh, so that, that, that aside, uh, you have the people who are told that they're special, they're God, their resources will be used for something good, they need to be humble, and all kinds of garbage like that. And then you have the other people who get jubated, and I I really hate to use that terminology. I'm not a, a a racist person, but that's just a term, and I don't know any other ones right now. But uh, jubated. Oh, if you do this, we'll give you ten thousand dollars. If you do that, we'll give you this amount of money. And people do crazy things, thinking that they're about to get paid. Right. Like we were about to get paid now with uh, this coronavirus outbreak. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. government cheese coming back to help us. <laughs> they, they create hitmen like this. Yep. This is Monarch, uh, Phoenix. Uh, there's all kinds of programming that they do. All kinds. They'll they'll use you in a Project Muffin, even. Uh, for those of you who don't know, who that is. Um, they will make you commit a crime to scare the crap out of someone where one of their agents will show up and be a hero, knowing that you're doing something, your butt gets thrown in jail, and they get the, date, the, the woman that they saved, they rescued. Mm. They have all kinds of operations. And, and the way that they traffic humans, that, that's part of the reason why they do these things, is the traffic humans. No, it, it, it's interesting because traffic, not trafficking just humans, but mostly, the, like you said earlier, they target children. And uh, yes. the, the, there's a big uh, conspiracy as to why, and I believe you know, a lot of it has to do with human sacrifice and uh, the adrenal gland and uh, the drinking of uh, adrenochrome. Um, now, is that part of uh, you know the research you've worked on? Well... You're talking about a certain sect of these people who, well, ironically, still do have a religion that right. uses all technology on people. Who, <laughs> these Illuminards, uh, they, oh wow. Well, they're Satanists yes, for the it, most it, part, aren't, aren't they? I mean, like, I mean, a lot of these folks, they claim they, they believe Jesus and God, but they're really Satanists behind the scenes. No, 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 the Luciferians. Don't drag, Satan, uh, don't drag Satanists into this. You're going to make a lot of people. <laughs> uh, Satan, now, okay, very briefly, you have people who, okay, let me put into a relative perspective that you can instantly make the connection to, not to go into a whole bunch of history. Okay. God sent down the angel of death to take the firstborns of the Egyptians, Right. Right. Okay, that's the angel of death. You had, in the book of Job, uh, okay, wait, the angel of death, let's put a name to him, Gabriel. Right. We know Gabriel, right? Right. So, we have then the book of Job, where God calls upon an angel to test Job. That's Satan. You okay. have 
why is Satan more evil evil than, than Gabriel? They both were God. Right, they were both uh, angels for God. Lucifer was the only one that rebelled by name that we should be calling these people. These people worship Lucifer, not Satan. Okay. And what exactly is the difference? Because, you know, we always, uh, you know, say they're just different names for the same, it's the same entity. Obfuscation and confusion is the key. Okay. Okay. Uh, contradictions, whatever. Uh, the Bible's been used for political advances. Oh, yeah. So I, I yep. Okay? Religious talk. Uh, all that. Okay. So, really, the Bible's so muddy. You know, it, it's so holy and sacred, but you, if you really knew how many people shat on it, <laughs> I can pick that in your show. Uh, yeah. Uh, you, you would really start thinking for yourself. Um, so, <clears throat> where was I? Uh, lost my train of thought there. Uh, <laughs> uh where was well, I? Let me, let me ask, uh, Brandon, Brandon, do you have any questions so far? Because you've been awfully quiet. I know you, you like to really get to deep thought before you ask anything. Uh, <clears throat> I think that the, uh, I was kind of focusing on an earlier comment about how, you know, everything that's been going on is related to uh, collapsing our economy, everything due to fear and mind control. And I think that's absolutely true. Uh, there's been a lot of uh, examples of that probably in the last 50 to 100 years, uh, mm -hmm. not just with this, but with other uh, political uh, calamities that have occurred. Um, I think people are using this to profit from it. Um, and you, you are touching on another topic. I mean, I'm, I'm not over-religious. Um, I, I guess you could just say I'm a Christian, you know, but at the same time, I'm not over-religious. But uh, I think the name or the, not the name, but the concept of Christianity, the um, history of it has been used time and time again to uh, profit or cause political gain, especially uh from political leaders, political factions, not just in America, but uh, other countries around the world. Um, but the same argument can be made for other major religious groups, um, Islam, uh, Jude uh, Judaism, you know, there, there's some other religious um, groups out there that use their religion to either um, manipulate or profit from it. Unfortunately, I think we're seeing an instance even today where people are using it to manipulate and profit at the same time. Uh, they've mastered it. <laughs> and it, it's it's scary, but it's embarrassing, too. Yeah. Absolutely. No, yeah. And, and you bring up something I, that I can sort of segue into there. You know, the Nation of Islam. Okay. What? Now, you can look this up. I, I don't know if they changed the name. I, I know it was under the ordinance name of... Uh, See, oh, there's so many ordinances. Okay, the the general in this one particular battle in Desert Storm contacted the NSA and said, "Turn on the dish." It would be General Colin Powell or General. I, I don't general. remember. I, I I don't I don't I don't have my notes in front of me right now. But okay, uh, this actually this has actually been done many times, not just one instance. Okay, uh, turn okay. on the dish. Turn on the dish was code word for 
Can you guess? Uh, turn on the uh, people that are receivers. <laughs> Hundreds, if not thousands, of Iraqi troops gave up en masse to U.S. Yep. troops because they all, simultane- all simultaneously heard the word of Allah, the voice yep. of Allah, to give up their weapons. That makes, well, that and the fact that a lot of these people didn't want to actually, like, be at war. I mean, uh, if you think about it, uh, what's the alternative? I go over to the U.S. and uh, they feed me a bologna sandwich, or I stay here in the desert and, and starve to death and get shot. Bologna sandwich sounds pretty good. I'm just saying, bologna and cheese, you'd, let's go for you know, it. You'd have infighting. You'd have those yeah. who were in, in faith and, and those who were not. You'd have some scuffle. No. Right, right. Everyone, every time the, the the commanding officer said turn on dish, everyone in the camp, all Iraqi troops put up their weapons, you know, disarmed and surrendered to U.S. troops. Because there's a lot of footage. Yeah, there's a lot of footage on that. By the way, uh, yeah, this is called the voice of God weapon. The voice of God weapon was up on the armies. Uh, website before a lot of people started picking up on it and they took it down. Um, oh, wow. I, I'm still trying to get a hold of the people that have the screenshots for that. But it's there. Uh, the Medusa weapon, you know, they, they can put heat on you, cook you, and put voices. They, they can do all sorts of stuff. And my documentaries, which people, you can find all this information, find all my factual sources. Don't ask me for sources. Go look at my documentaries. I pulled everything from college lectures, mm-hmm. from uh, official, official sources altogether. I didn't use anything uh, that can be misconstrued as someone's opinion. I pulled every scene, everything, every, every piece of material as official sources. Now, even though it's a little bit dangerous because, well, the government... Lies to us. Well, well, no. The biggest conspiracies are out there, open in front of your face. You've just been fluoridated, too dumb to understand, and not able to connect the dots. At least that's what they're counting on. Right. That's what they're hoping. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So there's so many aspects of this technology that they're using on people every single day, and I, I wish that I can get to the right people. I don't know what people to get to. Who do we have as a resistance against us? Do I need to start contacting Iraqi generals, uh, <laughs> uh, people in, you know, in the Middle East? Do I need to... St- not that they're any better, but where, where does this uh, end up being? Where, where, where do I go through with this? You know, and, and I'm, I'm going to share something with you. And, you know, it's, if you go to my website, angelespino.com, uh, You'll notice right away that I'm a Trump supporter. I voted for for uh, Donald Trump, and uh, something I noticed that happened. V, and uh, you might have noticed this from even from Poland. Um, you know, this is a guy who has been you know in the media. He's a business guy. He had a TV show. We've known who Donald Trump is for at least forty years of his life. Everybody from the seventies, eighties, when he became you know a billionaire. When he lost his money, when he recouped it, uh, he had the number one TV show. He was loved by rappers, 
by people on The View. They had him on. The ratings would always go through the roof when he was on. Very popular guy, you know, with Hollywood, with uh, real estate people, with business people. All of a sudden, he wins the presidency. Now he's Satan in the entire United States, you know, uh, in Hollywood and everybody else just, you know, does, does nothing daily but talk bad about this guy. It's like they were flipped from loving him to hating him overnight. And I even, uh, I've had this conversation with folks who are like so anti-Trump and I ask him, why do you hate the guy so much? And they're like, uh, this is literally like what I get, uh, cause he's racist. Well, name something racist he's done. Uh, he picks up Mexicans. Well, Mexicans are not a race. Learn, you know, the the facts. Mexicans are made of a lot of different people. Yes. Yeah, they're it's a nationality. It's not a race. So who's he being racist against? Black Mexicans, white Mexicans, Indian-looking Mexicans, Asian Mexicans? Who's he being racist against? That's a nationality. It's a bunch of cultures. Okay. You know? I, 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 I and it's crazy I, like that. Okay. There, there is... There are racist people... And there are classist people. Donald right. Trump is a classist. Yes, I will give you that. But he, I don't think he's a racist. But he definitely <laughs> is a, a classist. But he, but here's the thing: um, if you look at the person and the individual, and the things they do, I see Donald Trump just do things not for attention. Um, when it comes to charities and other things, and the the way he he does. His actions would tell us, which tells me that, you know, even though he's a, a, someone of an elitist or classes, there's a soul in there that actually cares. And, uh, and he says a lot of things which are not new to him. Like, Bill Clinton was talking about needing more protection on the borders. Nobody called him a racist. Uh, Obama said it. Nobody called him a racist. Uh, you know, now Donald Trump says it all of a sudden. Racist. Racist? Because he wants to protect our borders? How's well, that a, a racist in any term? I, that I don't, can, I don't can understand. I yeah, go ahead. Can I say two things? Uh, for one, he has proven himself to be a classist, and if that involves race or whatever, I, I don't know. There was that uh, scenario, uh, you know, the five the five park kids from, from New York who got blamed for a rape and murder, murder by five black kids? Yes. That were proven innocent. Yep. You, you do know that Trump put out an $85,000 campaign to convict those kids, right? Well, back then, everybody thought they were guilty. So what? I understand that, but he got involved in a lot of different things. And, and he uh, shouldn't have. <laughs> that he probably shouldn't have, but you know, at the same time, he also won the civil rights uh, award with Rosa Parks and Muhammad Ali uh, for being, a, you know, a, a contributor to, uh, to help advance civil rights movements in this country. The uh, East, the uh, the uh, Esther Island uh, Award, I think it was called. Uh, that also is out there. So, I mean, again, there's uh, some things where you contribute out of you know your own. Uh, Maybe your, your I've own inner thought. A lot of good things that Trump has done. Uh, I've heard of a lot of good things. Uh, I, you know, me being here in Europe, you know, what, what me receiving the dollar, the, the dollar, and, and well, the American dollar, and I've got to change my currency around and 
you know, the the dollar has jumped up since he was president. So, you know, I, I'm not hating him, guy. But, you know, it, it's, it's an irrelevant topic because this comes to the next point of the mind control. You have what's called cult of personality and you can you can control the, in, the entire state country or world with it everybody's got Trump fever right. it's a cult of personality so whether you love them or hate them you're, you're missing the point if you're talking about any president you're missing the point see what there are three tiers of humanity that's how the world turns you have the people the biggest at the bottom of the pyramid. You have the priesthood, which is in the middle of the pyramid. And then you have the king, which is at the top of the pyramid. The people who have a disconnect from the king, because that middle tier, think he's a god. Wrong. That's a sacrificial piece for the priesthood. Who controls okay. the information of directions? Okay. Who's the priesthood today? Your intelligence agencies, ladies and gentlemen. I believe that, yeah. That, that's your priesthood. Yep. The, the or, your, or your Jedi Knights. It doesn't matter who's there. It can be Obama, it can be Trump, it can be Joe Biden. Right, it right. It can be Joe Biden next. Irrelevant. This is how society and politics have, in its current form, has survived for millennia because we have not been able to classify the priesthood as a threat. That's the major, most success of, of the government mind control. Right. And that's where we all fall. It's uh, a lot to take in, guys, I know. But, uh, you, know, uh, you know, going back to... Um, you know, moving away from Trump because that's a that's a whole conversation we can uh, be on here for about thirty hours, man, and uh, it, it will never get anywhere. Uh, but moving away from uh, from Trump or the presidency itself, um, I, you know, you're, you're absolutely right. They're used, but have you noticed how every politician once they uh, achieve the level of president, uh, their health seems to decline. Even Biden. Who's uh, going through like the, the whole process of uh, the Democratic Convention and all that? How he looks like he's mentally like declining, where he, his speeches and interviews and the, the town halls—he's actually fighting with people and he's like completely like in a different spectrum of reality a lot of times. Sometimes he doesn't even know where he's at. Oh boy, MK Ultra mind control. The, These guys are all controlled. The most. The most yeah important piece to control is and when you're in the priesthood and guys I cannot stress this enough your priesthood creates the gods okay your priesthood where, back in the ancient days where the uh, aliens or whoever interdimensional beings came through and talked to man you know there were those who were chosen because they were intellectually capable of understanding the situation and could actually pass down information. And as time went by, you have the psychopathy, the, the, the greedy bastards, 
who uh, come within these ranks, who are born into these ranks, feel self-entitled mm. to information. This is where you have the mystery school, uh, the real Freemasons, my ancestors, who they're <laughs> given a bad name by the Freemasons of today, the um, speculative Freemasons, uh-huh. who never laid a brick in their lives. Um, and you have this, this priesthood. Oh, well, only the information we should only have. Everybody else, you know, no one else can handle this information. You know, you are too dumb to know that they're extraterrestrials. You're too dumb right. to know that they're crystal castles on the moon. You're too dumb to know that there are dome cities on the moon. You're too dumb to see the, the uh, uh, to, to understand the implications of their being ancient uh, structures on Mars, even. Yeah. The implications of that. You're no, oh, oh, you know, they're UFOs coming down, and uh, no, no, you, you're. We can't declassify that information, even though they're doing behind the scenes backdoor deals. Either door, either door deals, or they're being controlled. Um, that's up for speculation. Uh, uh, I'm gonna have a TV show here pretty soon uh, on ufology coming up on our uh, TV network. By the way, if anybody's interested, cool. Drop that. Uh, what, what can we watch that and when? <laughs> that's gonna be our, t- our new TV network. I can't give any information. Uh, there's a lot of corporate espionage. <clears throat> there's a lot of corporate espionage going on, which is why Facebook has shut down. Uh, all well, you, you gotta link me because I'll make sure people get the uh, the, the the message and they they are able to view this thing. Believe me, they can't stop me. They can only try. Facebook has shut down, and and that that's why I'm doing uh, interviews right now. I'm doing a radio tour right now. Uh, Facebook has sought to stop this information from going out. Fedbook, uh, because all Facebook security. Our federal agents. Oh yeah, yes, please, yeah. please understand yeah. that. Please understand yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> well, look at the look at the look at the initials. Look at the initials. Look at look at the initials. Facebook FB. What's the last one? I. Right, and so uh, they have shut down everyone from Truth Tainment TV Network. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to have to. Uh, we're. <laughs> Getting a, a couple other representatives to put Facebook in, uh, uh, in their place, but you know you're not gonna get rid of us. You get, well, I'm gonna have representatives of uh, the True Pharmacy Productions on Facebook. It's, it's just it's gonna happen. And so what they're doing is they're doing corporate espionage. They know the future projects that are going up, and they just want to cut us off because we are going to be recruiting and sucking people off Facebook. <laughs> to join new efforts, and so they've they've done they've done everything. But uh, I can't say anything more than that because my business partners would be not, not business partners, but my uh, associates. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not the one. I'm not the one doing business. Uh, it's other people doing business. I just get to be lucky enough to be a host and a director. Gotcha. Uh, 
and uh, not my business, but uh, other people uh, that I'm connected with who will be business partners and and yada yada. yada. Uh, I, I, I there's so much corporate espionage and so much stuff going on. Again, Facebook listens to your conversations over your computers. Yada yada. yada. They have censored us. By doing so, knowing when I've had a big show, and before I get one post done, oh, you're you're banned from posting for a week. It's like, but we didn't get to post one thing, and so they'll they'll they listen to to who's doing what, and they'll preemptively stop people from saying anything by their bans. Oh, you know. You violated community, whatever, and which is total crap. When we, when we're done taking the court, we're going to make them. De- I'm sorry, hitting you there. We're going to make them define policies. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know the European Union does not like them, and the evidence we have against them are the missing link uh, from things that uh, will get the European Union the evidence they need to take 35 more billion dollars away from Facebook. <laughs> so I hope I get to be a very instrumental in punishing these criminals because they do a lot of cover-ups for the federal government, the U.S. federal government. Oh, yeah. You mentioned anything wrong, anything from CPS uh-huh. to, you know, anything. If you're targeting the Mitchell... They will shut you down. They'll limit your audience. They'll limit who you can talk to. You yep. add a couple friends. Oh, you can't use this feature anymore. Yep. Oh, you can't say that. Oh, and, and they will. Facebook, we have the proof. We've got gigs and gigs of data. There are companies that are interested in the data that we have. We're going to be giving out that data for free. We're going to be giving out that data to a lot of people. There's, there's organizations, internet censorship organizations, da, 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 da. everybody underneath the sun who's going to be seeing uh, this information because it's going to be it's going to be made into a documentary so we can send to their damn planet at this point. <laughs> the whole world is going to be able to get that data. Uh, we're, we're actually uh, out, of, out of time now. I do want to get to one more thing. Uh, Brandon, do you have any final questions for, uh, for V? Hey, V. Um, I've been listening in. Um, I, I was wondering what your take is uh, on uh, the impact of uh, Corona and all the rest of that uh, ultimately on the UK economy. Um, I know we had the Brexit thing happen a few years back, and now we got this going on. Um, I mean, are you guys seeing like shutdowns like we are here, your tourism, all that crap? Is it putting people out of work like they like the hype that's building up here, or is it just like business? No, no, no. In, in Poland, you, you said earlier, there's really not that much of a, of an issue uh, so far, which it's shocking because, I mean, it, it's, you know, Europe, um, you, you know, you'd expect to be a little bit more uh, tightened. But I, the whole world is locked down, isn't that right, V? By the way, you, you're on mute. Uh, something I can't tell you. Um, yeah. I, once again, I... You know, being here, business owner, I, I got direct access to warehouse stuff, anything I need, food supplies, all that stuff. That's not an issue for me. 
Um, it's really not that much of an issue for the rest of the people here. Uh, there's a staple here, a, a cornerstone of the economy, and it's called Shopka. <laughs> Uh, Shopka is like Walgreens or 7-Eleven in the U.S. There's one oh, cool. every two streets, every three streets. Okay. Wow. Uh, That's a lot of Shopka. Currently where I am, downstairs, 50 uh, meters to my left is a Shopka. Downstairs, uh, 100 meters to my left is a Shopka. Uh, and they stay open. <laughs> they add uh, screens and gloves and sanitation stuff at the door, but no, they're, they're not shutting down. And that's like the cornerstone of the economy here. <laughs> wow. Shocked it to me. I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm glad to see corporate greeters in other places around the world. It's yes. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, you know, like looking at it, I was like, there are literally more Japkas here than there are Seven Elevens and Walgreens where anywhere I've lived in the U.S. It's like every couple of of streets, there's a Japka. Is that really necessary? And then we looked at the market and everything. It's like, wow. So this is actually really booming. I uh, beginning of the year, this year, I almost. Bought the Shopka downstairs. Oh wow! Because it, <laughs> it was such a good, great prospect. Uh, but you know, I'm busy with media and stuff like that, and I, I just opted out to do it. I might do it next year. Uh, they have these uh, annual things where they buy and sell Shopkins, so I, I might buy it <laughs> at the beginning of wow. next year. There you go. Shopka too. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Shaka two of them. Uh, like I said, we're, we're out of time here, and uh, I, I want to bring you back on in the near future uh, to continue this conversation because it really is uh, enlightening. And, uh, you know, a lot of this stuff is not conspiracy, uh, guys. You know, this is, uh, I think, a lot of it's factual uh, when it comes to the MK Ultra, especially. I think that there's a lot of fact to that. Uh, it doesn't shock me that we're being used as puppets, basically, for the will of the masters. Now, the masters uh, have always been around. Who exactly are the masters? That's the question. Uh, Illuminati, aliens, gods, uh, whatever you want to call them. Uh, something is uh, smelling afoot in 2020. Uh, you know, the, I think the, the, the shit is hitting the fan. And uh, that's what we're going through right now, and I think a lot of this is going to start coming to light. I always get, uh, you know, uh, Stephen Bassett on the show because he's a good, good friend of mine. And for years we've had him on, and he's always, of course, talking about disclosure and that, how that's going to happen soon. And he's been tackling that for a couple of decades. I think we're very close to disclosure, uh, V, and I think that's happening within probably the next few years. And the reason I say that is because we've had a, a number of incidents where we've had semi-disclosure by people within government. And I think a lot of this stuff will tie in. Uh, Obama is the first president, for example, who openly admitted that Area 51 is a real entity and a real military base, even though we've all known about it since the 80s and since 
uh, you know, all the interviews with Bob Lazar and all that stuff. Uh, but he openly admitted to it. Now we have Trump with a space force and saying openly that, uh, he has been briefed on the aircrafts that are being picked up by our military folks and that while he's skeptical, he does believe the intel. And that's the president pretty much telling you that, yeah, there's truth to this, but wait, there's more. And I just can't reveal it. You gotta like read between the lines, guys. And we're gonna be doing a lot more of that. And, uh, V, I wanna thank you for being here. Again, I wanna give you the opportunity to give the links out uh, to your uh, YouTube, how to reach your videos. I'm gonna post a lot of that stuff on my website, angelspino.com. Uh, with your permission, obviously, uh, to, uh, you know, get the message out and get more viewers over to your channel. Uh, but give out, you know, what do they do want to, you know, look up again so they can find you? Well, the most important thing, um, okay, am I muted? <laughs> no, no, you're not. You're not muted okay, at all. Okay. I don't mute. Uh, the you most important thing. No, I, I try to mute myself because I'll make noise every now and again. But, uh, <laughs> Mother's Nature. Like the little rocking uh, noise you, you make, uh, which was very soothing, by the way. <laughs> well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, yes, uh, I want to really put it to Facebook. I want to kick them in the teeth before they try to get rid of us. Uh, there's uh, Facebook.com slash Targeted Individuals Documentaries slash. You can see all my uh, documentaries there. Again, every profile that exists that manages my pages on Facebook have been disabled, so I don't know how much longer this page is going to be around, but uh, www.facebook.com slash targeted individuals documentaries slash, and to, as a backup, please go to my YouTube channel, well, our YouTube channel, not to be a stop here. Uh, <laughs> I, I, well, I'm the main host, and uh, we have other hosts, and we're we're collecting, and we're trying to get uh, other material because we have a TV network coming up soon, as I told you. Yep. Um, but uh, as of right now, Truth Tainment TV Network. That's T R U T H T A I N M N T. TV network. Entertainment TV network. Uh, you'll see the black Guy, uh, uh, guy Fox mask. Uh, you'll see my shining black locks flowing on my red t-shirt in different places. I have different shows. Uh, Family Case Files, the Red Pill Hardcore TV show, Red Pill Hardcore radio show, uh, my show Targeted, and there are others from other contributing hosts as well. So uh, definitely subscribe and spread. Spread all over Facebook. I, I just want one last shot on them before I uh, take them to court. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you win, and uh, I hope you take Data, a.k.a. Zuckerberg, uh, and uh, take him down because... Uh, man, he is Mr. Roboto. Have you seen that dude, uh, in Congress? Have you seen the way he, he just, he does not look human and uh, I, there's something up with that guy. Uh, so I, I do think that he's an odd one, right? 
Whether you want to talk about his humanity or whatever, uh, he's always been a prop. No matter what form that you want to think of it, he's he's a prop. Uh, yeah. CIA, really. Uh, okay, you know, Facebook, the history of Facebook, if anybody wants to really research it, uh, it goes much deeper than just a, a company on the Internet. Back in Europe, Middle Ages... I believe it's the Middle Ages, uh, uh, medieval. Uh, they had wanted posters of criminals. All these posters were actually stacked up in a book for a jailer. That was Facebook. That's where it comes wow. from. Wow, there you go. It comes out of criminality. Criminality, yes, because we're, we're the enemy. Yes. <laughs> exactly. With that, folks, uh, we're going to uh, shut down for the night. It's uh, again uh, uh, been uh, enlightening to say uh, to say it the least, and uh, we definitely want to have you back on. Thank you for being with us, V. And uh, stick around. We, we have uh, Doctor J Radio coming up next here on uh, on the network, uh, but we'll definitely uh, stay on uh, on Skype for a little bit. Uh, probably do a little after our talk, and uh, maybe we'll make that public. Will we podcast? Maybe not. Who knows? Uh, but guys, tune in next week. We're going to be back for uh, more Inside the Jackal's Head. We want to thank our guest, the V, and uh, of course, uh, my uh, sidekick, uh, uh, Detox Brandon. Thank you for uh, showing up again tonight and being on with me on the air and uh, giving us some questions. Uh, now we're apart, but good, it's good of you to uh, open up a little. There you go. That's easy. It's a mouthful. Thank you, Brandon. Nothing else. No last words, party words, Brendan. Nothing. Hey, everybody. Uh, just <laughs> out there. I, sorry, I cut out like right at that moment. I've been good for an hour. Now. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, you went, you went like silent on me, man. I was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> right everybody, at moment. be quiet. But uh, no, it was a great show. Thanks for having me on. Uh, it was a uh, pleasure talking with you. I uh, hope to talk to you again soon. Um, Everybody just be safe out there uh, from the real issues and the media hype, okay? <laughs> yeah. Live your lives normally, people. I mean, this is, you know, to me, this is just part hype. Uh, there could be a real threat, but it seems like it's just coming off of me as hype. But do what you're t- supposed to do. Stay inside, all that good stuff. Uh, don't breathe on me. That includes in my general direction, okay? And do not sneeze or cough <laughs> on me, and we're good. Well, well that's just that's just good, you know, hygiene and common practice in general. You shouldn't. I mean, the last thing you want somebody to go up to you and be like, "Hey, how you doing?" <coughs> I, I need my pack of Marlboro Lights in a short box. <coughs> and that's yeah. just your 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 uh, like neighbor talking to you. That's not even at work. You don't need that. <laughs> just back up, people. You know, like. You know the whole sixteen rule? That's good, I don't man. No, you on a regular day. I mean, what the... exactly? But you know, what? we'll smell you guys next week. We gotta head out. Doctor J's waiting in the wings. I have to get his show on the line. Uh, we'll be back uh, again next week, guys. Uh, so uh, till then, stay alive, stay safe, keep looking to the skies, and this is inside the jackal's head. Peace, everybody, and one love. Mm-hmm.